We're back here the whole nine yards on a Thursday afternoon. Drew Pien here with Brandon Kikorian. Brandon, how's it going? Good. Um, had a pretty good week so far. How about you? Pretty good. How's the How's the hot dog? Oh yeah, the hot dog. The hot dog is pretty good. Um, the I think the fries were better. Um, as I was telling Drew, they usually have chicken tenders, but they didn't have any when I went. So I had to settle for the hot dog, but it wasn't wasn't bad. That's good. The name is Ted. The name of this food truck is. By the way, I don't know why my <coughs> our school like does so many food trucks. We did. They did it like last year to kind of make up for like the fact yeah. that COVID and meal points and stuff, essentially. And I guess they're continuing it at least a little bit this year. Um, but there's a food truck called Ted Steaming Burgers. Worst food truck name ever. I mean, like <laughs> that just it sounds awful. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound good. But but anyways, food's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's just. Got some football stuff. Um, I guess we'll start off just going over the predictions. Um, so week, so week one, Brandon went five and zero, and I went three and two. So got off to a good start. Week two, I went four and one. Brandon, I you'll have. To, I think you went three and two. I think it went two and three. Bengals. So Bengals that one lost. Niners that one hit. Cardinals that one lost. Seahawks that one lost. Packers that one won. So yeah, I went two and three. Okay. I feel like I should have done better. Um, the Seahawks blew that game. So, they I mean, they were winning by, what, four, they were up four, 15 at half. Um, and I think they were still up double digits in the fourth quarter. So, that one was kind of blown. Cardinals, Vikings. I mean, the Cardinals did have – they have the ball inside the five-yard line when they were still up 31-30, I think. So, they could have scored a touchdown. They didn't. Um and then Bengals Bears, the Bears lost by three points. So your games looked pretty good at like yeah. midway through, and then it kind of just started to crumble apart. Yeah. I want to make sure I went four and one. I'm pretty sure Panthers Saints I hit <clears throat> on. I had Carolina winning by just winning. Yeah. Um. Oh, the Broncos at Jaguars. I took Jaguars plus uh, plus six. Not the move. Um, no. On that one, Bills Dolphins. I hit on that. I picked the Bills to win that. They obviously won. 49ers Eagles, I hit that, right? Yeah, you took San Fran. Yeah. And then um Pats Jets, I hit on that as well. So four and yeah. one. So I mean, we're off to a pretty good start. And these are against the spread and I mean if you're above five hundred, you're if you were to bet on all these and you're above five hundred, you're probably making money. Especially if you're above five hundred by a significant amount and we're doing pretty well. So I'm I'm ecstatic about it. Um week three though. I was actually surprised to see one of your picks because in week two you had picked Titans at Seahawks. You would you had picked Seahawks, um, and now for week three, I see that one of your picks. It's a little bit of a spoiler, but the Colts and Titans matchup. Uh, you're picking the Titans. Yeah, and I'll get into detail about why. I think <clears throat> you know if you probably don't know, then um, maybe you're just not following the NFL. But it doesn't seem like Wentz is going to play that game, so. I just I don't like the Titans. I don't really like the Titans either. But if you're telling me that Jacob Eason is going to be the starting quarterback for the Colts, I don't have much faith in them to win that game. So I think I think Titans make sense there. If Jacob Eaton, Eaton is starting, let me give you Eason. Eason, yeah. Eason. Easton. East. I know he Eason. was the guy that followed up Minshew at Washington. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I think so. Um, Washington State. The case for Eason is that he has pretty much never thrown a ball in the NFL. 
so there's no NFL film on him. I'm not saying he's like a super special type of guy that is like you need the film on him to know what he is. He's not Lamar or anything, but he at least there's no film on him, which is a positive. Um, he was a guy. He's a guy that I think is more, if you want to say NFL ready than others. I think that's kind of fair. I'm not saying he's gonna be great, but he's not as much of a project as somebody like maybe people think Trey Lance is. Um, so that would be a positive. And then as well, I would say. Wentz hasn't been good anyways, um, and I think you've had a downgrade from Philip Rivers so far this year. So, Well, I would say how much of that is Wentz's fault and how much is that in the offensive line's fault? I'd because say it's 50-50, but still. I think Wentz definitely hasn't played well. Now, they had two really tough matchups. I mean, you went Seahawks, Rams. I mean, that's just not the easiest schedule to open up no matter what team you are. So to be 0-2, obviously you want to at least be 1-1 there. You're 0-2, that sucks. But the offensive line's not played up to their capability. Wentz hasn't played up to his either, but considering the circumstances of, like I said, the offensive line, the defense hasn't been amazing. Um, you know, you, they're usually they're a top-10 defense. I think they've been playing probably middle of the pack right now. So he's, he's not, he wasn't getting a lot of help. Um, that red zone execution that happened last week was terrible. I think they had two or three possessions inside at least the 10-yard line, and they, I don't even think they – I think they came away with rather three or seven points on three possessions. That's obviously not good. You need to at least get 10 points at least, uh, most likely 14. So um, that was really bad. So I, I just – I don't know. And then him, you know, he sprained both of his ankles at the minimum. That's all we know. He probably has some other injury as well. I, you know, if he plays, I probably still stick with the Titans, but with him not playing, I think it's just Eason's not, you know, there's a reason why he was third string before uh, Sam Ellinger got injured, so then he went to back up and now he's starter if Wentz doesn't play. And one thing I will say actually is I think I have the updated odds on you. Um, <clears throat> at least the article I looked at from Fox Bet or whatever was the updated odds, whereas like 50 minutes ago, like 20 minutes ago, and um, the line did change a little bit. And I believe mine's right. Colts had Titans, and the Titans are favored by five and a half. You have the Titans favored by four and a half. Uh, I still have them at four and a half. Um, Do you, does what you're is what you're saying updated for sure? I just clicked it. You know, I just like reloaded the page and everything. I still have it at four and a half. But if it's five and a half, I mean, I think. I mean, I yeah, I still have it at four and a half. So that's okay. I don't know. But I think either way, I think I'd, I'd stay with it. If it's four and a half, five and a half, I'll I'll stay with it. I think I think the Titans are just going to beat them. I you know just I think that Henry, the way that he came on last week, um, you know if he can do that, and again he wasn't even good for the first I don't know first half, first half in a little bit he wasn't even that good. Then he had a sixty yard run. He kept having big runs. The offensive line was finally winning at the line of scrimmage. If that can keep happening against the Colts, I mean there's no way Henry doesn't have a monster day again. So I saw what you were looking at. I'm looking at a, it's um I guess I can put the link in the chat that we have, but it's it was a article published three days ago, updated two hours ago. And I did see the difference <coughs> in the lines, so I'm not sure like which one we would go with, but um we'll go with four and a half. We'll go with four and yeah. a half. It, if right. I mean if you're good with four and a half thought that's fine. So Well you were with four and it's fine. We'll go four and a half. Um but uh, yeah, no, I was just saying because yours says five and a half, mine says four and a half. If you're good with it being at four and a half, then that's fine. I don't, there's I, also another. There's also two other games we bet on that we have as slightly different because we did these like not together. Um, I have Tampa favored by one, and you have them favored by one and a half. 
we'll go with we'll just go with yours for all of them because that's not changing my decision. And then Seahawks yeah. Vikings, you have the Seahawks um, favored by one and a half. I have them favored by two. I'll do one and a half as well. All right. So any so games from last week. Yeah. Do you have one you want to start out with? I think the game we'll probably start out with. Last week wasn't a great game. I would say probably the the uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Um, that's obviously the game of the week that happened last week. Um, Sunday night football. We didn't. None of us touched it. Uh, but I, you know, there, I think there was a reason not to touch it. I think we probably would have been wrong. We probably would have went with the Chiefs. So yeah. we would have been wrong. Um, I don't know what the line on it was, but the Ravens won 36-35. It was a great game. Um, it looked, I mean, first, what, third play of the game, Lamar throws a pick six. So they're ready down 7-0 after getting the ball. Um, they go right back down, score a touchdown. A very impressive drive from Lamar. Uh, then Chiefs come right back, score a touchdown. So it seemed like it was going to be a super high-scoring affair. It still ended up being high-scoring 36-35, um, but it kind of slowed down a little bit in the middle of the game. Um, before the Ravens kind of took it over in the second half. But just a really good game. We've had some amazing games so far. It's only been two weeks. We've probably had at least, you know, the Ravens-Raiders game and then this game. So at least two, like, really good games so far. Then even the Thursday night game um, between the Washington and the Giants. So it's been a, it's been two really good weeks of football, and um, this was just another one to add on to that. So... I was, like, kind of able to... I was able to listen to this game. I wasn't able to necessarily watch it. I was driving the whole game. Um, so, I was able to... So, I did watch the first... I watched Matthew's first interception. And then, pretty much after that touchdown drive, after that, the Ravens got, I pretty much listened to it the full way through. So, in terms of specific plays, I'm not going to be a wizard here. But, well, after that first pick, I was like, wow, this game's over already. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it wasn't over, but so, I mean, in terms of, like, the AFC picture, what do I take away from this game? I really take away nothing from it. If anything, this actually makes me feel more confident in the Chiefs, like, versus the Ravens. I just, to me, other than a few plays, the Ravens had to have a really, really well, really good game. And the Chiefs, I mean, they essentially gave the game away. Um, and I just think that. I just don't see this a game like this happening again in the playoffs. I, I yeah. Just, yeah. I, so it's it's tough for me to really take much away from it. I can't be happy if I'm a Ravens fan from this game. And and Lamar is still I know Lamar had a good game overall, but Lamar still to me, I mean, he didn't necessarily change my mind on him not being like an elite or even really like an above average thrower over the football. Yeah. I still don't trust him down anything significant in the playoffs when you know you have to throw the ball. And because of that, I just this game to me. Yes, it's nice for the standings. Um, and if this reg- if this race is close for the one seed between these two teams, which I don't think it would be, but if it is, then that's going to help the Ravens out. But other than that, I I I mean, I still have the I still have the Chiefs as like the favorite in the in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I still have the Chiefs at least winning thirteen games. So whatever they lost this one, they can lose. They can afford to lose three more at the most, anyways. I don't think it's a problem. Um, but <clears throat> I mean. The Chiefs still probably should have won this game. I mean, they fumbled when they were in field goal territory, um, down one point with, what was it, two uh, a minute 25 left. They fumble at the uh, Baltimore 32-yard line. So, I mean, you're assuming that Butker is going to make that. 
Um, it was second and third when that run happened. So let's say he doesn't fumble, gets stopped, it's a one-yard loss, whatever. You pick up two more yards on another run. There's 30 seconds left. You kick a field goal. The game's over. So, you, you know, you look at it that way from the Chiefs' perspective and saying that you didn't play an amazing game, especially your defense. Your defense just could not stop the run at all, which I don't blame. I mean, when you go against the Ravens, it's super hard to stop the run because it's rather Lamar keep, but an option, a pitch, a, you know, a this way, that way. It's very hard to stop the run, so I don't blame them. But they definitely did not step up when they needed to, and that's something that we've seen from their defense in the playoffs. Uh, you know, in the regular season, their defense is definitely worse than it is when it gets to the playoffs. They do seem to turn it up another notch when they get there. Um, so maybe it's just that. But again, they still had a chance to win. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he really hasn't been that good since he came into the NFL. It's just that he's on the Chiefs, so you think he's really good, but he's really not been that good. Um, and I was kind of surprised to hear that this was his first fumble in the NFL, but. Um, Obviously, just a costly turnover. It was basically like the Pats-Dolphins game from week one. You know, the Pats, that game's over if they just don't fumble the ball. Basically, you know, literally the exact same thing in this game. So, you know, from a Chiefs perspective, you look at it and say, if we don't fumble, this, we win the game, we're 2-0. and um, From a Ravens perspective, you look at it and say, we probably played one of our best games we're probably going to play all year against the best team in the NFL, and we probably should have lost. So maybe that tells you something, maybe it doesn't. Um, I agree, Lamar definitely wasn't great throwing the ball, running the ball, he was amazing, but um, throwing the ball, he had the Matthew pick, he had um, another pick, I think, did Matthew catch that other one? I forget who caught the other one, but I he think threw, it was Matthew, Matthew had two picks. Yeah, and he threw it in the red zone, terrible pick there, obviously, um, so him throwing the ball has to get better, but that's not going to be a problem until the postseason, in my mind. Yeah, regular season, it's not too much of a concern, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still, like, it's bad. Um, and the one big play from that game that everyone's talking about is the fourth and one play where, you know, Harbaugh asking him, do you want to go for it? I mean, of course he's going to say yes. That's so cringe. Yeah, That's I so didn't I didn't like it. Like I, when I was watching the game live, I did I did see him say that, and they didn't pick it up on the broadcast right away. They picked it up, you know, after the game. But it, of course they were going to go for that. Why would they not go for that? It's fourth and one. If you give the ball back to Mahomes, at that point there was still – um, they probably still would have had, they just used their last time out. There was a minute and five in the game. So let's say you punt, there's probably what, 55 seconds left. You give the ball to Mahomes. Let's say even if he's inside his own 20 yard line, I'm never giving Mahomes the ball back with any time on the clock, no matter how many timeouts, no matter how long he has to go. Uh, there's no reason to. So of course you're going to go for that. Even when you're on your own 43 yard line. Um, and they couldn't stop the run all night. It was, it shouldn't be as big of a deal as they made it because of like 10 out of 10 times you're going to go for that especially when you have Lamar and especially when you've been running the ball like they were running the ball. Yeah, I mean, you have the best running back, well, running quarterback in the league. <laughs> and Running back, yeah. You, have the best, you just have the best running game in the league. And I just I just hate how the media, like, covered that <clears throat> particular, like, conversation between yeah. Harbaugh and Lamar. Just, like, the only word I really have for it is just cringe. It's just, like, it's just dumb and pointless and, like, is it supposed? To, what it, what is the point of this? Like, why why is this being covered so heavily? Is it to show some like brotherly connection between John Harbaugh and Lamar? Like, I don't. Yeah, it's I don't just know. Like, it's just like dumb. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they were saying like the culture of the Ravens. Like, of course they were going to go for it. Everyone was screaming to go for it. It's like I think any team would scream to go for that. I don't. It just I don't. Know. Yeah, it no. Was, there's not a team that's punting that ball. I don't. No, know. especially when the other quarterback is Mahomes, and they've been going up and down the field on you as well. It, there's no way. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, oh, well, the one thing I was going to say is the good thing that the Ravens did with no, basically no secondary, again, they really only have Marlon Humphrey back there, was they shut down Tyreek Hill, and Humphrey's not even the guy covering Hill, um, so he obviously plays slot, so 
that was I mean he only had three catches for 14 yards that's that was impressive because Hill I mean there's always at least one or two shots deep that they get or they give him like a five yard slant and he just takes it for 60 yards so I thought that was very impressive from a depleted secondary of the Ravens yeah I just uh so I'm not I I didn't what do you know what their strategy was for I mean they had a safety high every time they were yeah. doubling him and anytime they weren't if it didn't look like they had a double on him, there was at least there if they were in like a zone or something. I mean, they had him. They pretty much had him double covered the entire game. I wonder what if there. I wonder what the stat would be for times that since Hill has been like a star in the league, times that he's been held under like fifty receiving yards. I feel like it has to be like super low. I don't know. I feel like it's actually a lot because with the games where he doesn't pop off, he's almost like Tyler Lockett in the sense that they'll have huge games and low games. He's more consistent with having bigger games, I'd say, um, just because of the offense, and I think he's better than Lockett. I think most people would agree with that. Um, but I think it's actually a lot lower than you probably think. I mean, higher than you think. Because there's definitely games where he just he'll kind of disappear, and it's not his fault because they're double-covering him, but that's just what happens. I just feel like he's always good for, yeah, like, I mean... Because he's never going to get 8 for 80. Like, that's never going to happen. No, I know, but I feel like he's always good for, like, two plays where Mahomes escapes out of the pocket, rolls right, yeah. throws down 25 yards downfield. I feel like he's always good for two of those. So, I mean, yeah, you're probably right, but, I mean, it's it's really rare to, to hold Tyree Kill for, you know, for three receptions, 14 yards. Because, I mean, most team, almost every team has one guy on Hill the whole game with a safety super safety deep. And he's still gonna. He still toasts you. I mean, in countless in the in the 2018 AFC Championship game, countless games against the Chiefs, Tyreek Kill always just finds a way to get open. And when Mahomes rolls out of the pocket, um, but yeah. And the thing is, when that usually happens, and Hill has a quiet game, then Kelsey is a huge game, which he did. I think he was seven for 109 and a touchdown. Uh, yeah, seven for 109 and touchdown. So, I mean, that's kind of the game you play because if they were to double Kelsey, then Hill's going to be open on the outside. So, I guess – and then there's the games, obviously, where both of them both have 100-plus yards. But um, Who do you have as a better player? Just, like, if you have to pick a – who's a better player? The better player or the more dynamic player? I mean, who would you rather have? Uh, I think I'd rather have Kelsey only because I think he's more – he's just more consistent, I would say. This is kind of like what I was saying with Hill, but, like, it's so hard not to pick Hill because, like, at any point he can just get an 80-yard touchdown. But, again, that's kind of like the hit or miss, so I'd rather go with the more consistent guy with Kelsey. Even though, I mean, I think Kelsey is one of the best, like, the best tight ends to ever play, but, like, if he was on a different team, I do wonder how much better he'd be. He was good with Alex Smith. Like, he was he was really good with Alex Smith, but obviously when you have Mahomes at your quarterback and you have Hill on the outside – it's it's definitely easier to get catches up the middle because no one I mean you're never going to get double covered if Tyreek's always getting double covered. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I think I still think he'd be a top tight end, but I mean, would he be the number one tight end? I don't I think know. So. I think so. I think well, I so know. my argument would be, well, at least my initial thought would be Kelsey is able to do his thing regardless of Mahomes, whereas Tyreek Hill may not be. Yeah. But with that being said, I still think Tyreek Hill would be able to do his thing without Mahomes. He would have to play different with a pure pocket guy like a Brady or like, you know, a Rivers or whatever. Um, but I still think he'd be able to. He, he's still so fast, and it's not even just like his. It's not his top end speed that's amazing. It's just the fact that he can go from zero to a hundred just so quickly. There's just yeah. like Randy Moss was a guy that had insane top end speed. 
Uh, but he just he, his acceleration was not insane by any means. Wes Welker obviously was never close to him in speed. He was a slow guy, but his acceleration and quickness, and that's what exact Tyree Kill has like Randy Moss speed with like your slot receiver acceleration and quickness, and it's it's insane. Yeah. I think I would take Hill. I I think Kelsey would have a better. I think he'd be more consistent across the league in terms of. I think he's just more transferable. Um, but I think Hill's just I. I honestly think Hill's underrated. And I, we talked about this in my dorm with Joey, and you guys kind of both disagreed with me, but I know Hill needs Mahomes to do some of the things that he does, but I think if you had a pocket passer like a Brady or a guy that's just not as dynamic as Mahomes, there's other there's other types. He can, he can play other types of game. Like, he doesn't need to be a guy that, you know, has to get his big plays from plays that are Mahomes rolling out of the pocket when the play's broken down. He can yeah. still use his speed and – Many different ways. I still think he'd be insane on a lot of other teams. Um, I, so yeah, I'd go with Hill. That's my that's my answer. All right, yeah. So I go with Kelsey. Go with Hill again. I don't think there's a wrong answer, um, but I, it's kind of if you want the, the you know the big flashy plays or kind of the more consistent middle of the field plays, I guess. And actually, there's been talk. Do you have Kelsey as your best tight end of all time now? Right now? No, no. I think Gronk. I think Gronk. I mean, he, it's. I mean, not only what he's doing this year. I think he already has four touchdowns this year, which is crazy. But I mean, that you know, four-year stretch, five-year stretch, whatever it was. I mean, he was he was the best tight end in football at that point, and he was the most dominant tight end I've probably ever seen. So there and, was yeah. a commercial um, for. I think it was a T-Mobile commercial. I don't know if it was released this week or sorry, yeah, well, no, week one or before week one. But I'm. I, I think Brady said, like, he. this is the best Gronk he's seen, like, ever. And I was like, well, that's just Cap. Like, Gronk's, well, Gronk's awful now. But now he's got four touchdowns and two. He looks really good. I mean, he, he doesn't look as dominant yeah. as he was, but. No, and I mean, he's never going to be that dominant again. But, but still. I mean, he like, right now he's playing, like, the best tight end in the NFL. No, he is. He He's playing, like, end. one of the best. I mean, again, the tight ends are better now than they ever were, obviously. You never had. A Kelsey, a Kittle, a Waller, you know, an old Gronk. You never had guys like that. Even an Andrews. I mean, an Andrews. Even, yeah, guy, even an Andrews. An, an and like an Andrews ten years ago would have been like the second best or best tight end in the NFL. Yeah, like you never had, a, you know, this these type of dynamic tight ends. And I, I forget where I heard this or like read it or whatever. And I, it's like something you know, but you don't really think about. It, but like you know, the way the offenses have changed and all the new motions and formations, you know, tight ends, and also the way that they call penalties on defense, tight ends are just way more of a part of your offense. You know, they used to just be blocking, and then if they did catch a pass, they caught a pass. But for the most part, they were just blocking. Now it's like they're they're a, they're like a wide receiver, too, on you know, on most teams, to be honest. Yeah, so. no, they are. Um, it was a huge weakness of – I mean, you can tell when a team doesn't have a good tight end. That's what – that's why the Patriots went and go and went and signed two tight ends yeah. for a lot for probably overpaid them for really for what they were actually worth. Not having a tight end on a team is is yeah. Huge. You like need a tight end. You if anything, tight end. two tight ends. Like if you're not yeah. gonna have a top tight end, you need two tight ends who are pretty similar. Like it's it's really become you know like a huge trend probably the last four or five years. I, I think it started like ten years ago. I mean, I think yeah, it really well, started with Gronk, and then it took teams a while to really yeah be able I think to develop a guy like not necessarily like Gronk but just the modern tight end I think it a while. took till Kelsey to Probably. do that yeah. Gronk was like the first but no one could ever recreate that and no one who to... actually will say is maybe the first was actually Aaron Hernandez well yeah and it, I, I think... mean I know obviously but <laughs> yeah well 
I mean, I would, I would, yeah, whatever. I, I agree with that. But I really like. I just wish Aaron Hernandez was not a murderer because he was my favorite player before everything. <laughs> so it was like, it was like, how did this even happen? Yeah. Why like this has happened to have to happen to me? Um. Well, not I didn't get killed. <laughs> what didn't happen to you? Yeah. I just mean like, why does my favorite player have to you know go yeah. to jail and yeah. And all that. Well, he was yeah. he was just he was more fun to watch than Gronk, and especially because he was the tight end number two. But whatever. Um, we'll get into the next game. Unless there's no other games you want to talk about. Well, I think I think we want to you know talk about a specific game, but I think just games to talk about. Um, I you know what? Actually, let's just do. There's a couple undefeated teams still left in the NFL, and one of those. Well, I'll say two of those teams. Um, actually, wait, 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 wait. You know what we should do? Um, let's go over the. So there's seven teams. Do you have all seven in front of you? Uh, yeah. Let's go through each and say if they're like, let's just say if they're like legit or not legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I got all seven right here. Okay. So I'll start. I'll start with the better ones and go down to the ones that have been more surprising. Um, the Bucks. I mean, we don't have to talk about the yeah. Bucks. Rams. Don't have to talk about them. Niners. Don't have to talk. Uh. Well, I mean, do you think they're a legit contender? I the think there's ball? discussion, and again, it's. I think it's only because of the division, but. Yeah, I think they'll win ten games. I think they're. I think there's. I have them as a eighty percent chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're making the playoffs. I think it's just becomes who's coming out of that division because again, Seattle already is a loss, um, and then there's another team on who I haven't said yet who hasn't lost as well. But you know, is it going to be the Rams or is it going to be the Niners or, you know, I don't know who's coming out of the division. So I they're, think I, it'll be interesting to see what the wild card teams are. It it has to be eleven wins, right? the wild card T- 10 at least yeah, i think 11 I, mean, I think 11 so 10 gives you a solid shot 11 to me like if you have 11 and don't make the playoffs that's crazy I there might be a team with 11 wins that might not make the playoffs i don't the only reason i don't think that's going to be the case is because you have three of the most you know pe- three teams that are competing for that are all in the same division if not four i think four i think four too i think obviously the one we're both thinking of is a little bit weaker but i think they're right there I have them as yeah. I mean, if you made me pick the three wild card teams right now, I would. You'd have to convince me to not take all three NFC West teams. The only reason to not is literally because they all play each other. Yeah, and like so, you're like one team has to do worse than the others. It's just it just has to be that. But I don't unless they all go three and three versus each other, then you know and win out win the games outside their division. I don't know. They're but gonna win a lot of games outside their division. They are, and all. again, they already have. So, yeah. I guess well, it's just the Cardinals are the other team that we're talking about, but. Um, they're again. They're two and zero. I mean, should they have lost last week? Possibly. Um, but they didn't. They won. So they're two and zero. And if Murray again, the problem last year with them was that Murray wasn't healthy. And again, Kingsbury's not a great coach, but Murray wasn't healthy last year, and their defense wasn't as good as it is now. It's not gr- good, like amazing now, but it's better. Um, so if they're you know if Murray's gonna stay healthy and still put up you know put up MVP type numbers, uh, for sure I think that they could be. They're going to be. In the, they're not going to win this division because they're not better than the Rams, Seahawks, or Niners. But they're for sure in that wild card race. Obviously, there's no doubt. So, um, yeah. You know who? Okay. So as far as the Cardinals are concerned, I honestly think Chandler Jones is like the most overrated pass rusher like in the league. And I does this have to do is because he was a expat? Or? No, no, <laughs> it, no. Because I would have said this even if he was on the Patriots. I just think he's. He gets sacks in, like, the most meaningless games. And then in any sort of, like, big – like, the Cardinals are going to have a Sunday night or Thursday night game against a division rival. They're going to have a big game. 
And I guarantee you for a fact, Chandler Jones is going to be invisible. He's going to be invisible. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we'll look back on this right now. I mean, I can't, you know, I can't. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll feature, but that's my bet is he's going to be, he's going to be invisible because he always is. I mean, he always is. He's, he's honestly, he's lucky he's been on the Cardinals because that team's been like, you know, irrelevant for so long. But now that they're finally relevant, I think it's a very solid chance. They're going to have games that matter. And I think he's going to be invisible on them. But, but yeah, I mean, regardless, those, those three, those four teams are all just so good. I mean, to, you kind of start to think about like how, good of a structured divisions are in the NFL when you have an, a division like the AFC South that is like just really not good at all and they have a division like the NFC West that is like all four of those teams would probably be right now the best team in the AFC South if not the second best pretty much yeah so, yeah what are you looking at I know I was just looking at it they're going back to two wildcard teams this year right I don't think so no they're not keeping it. I don't think they're keeping it the way they did it last year. I think no, they're going they back to normal. They are. No, I don't think they are. I think they're. I think they announced that they were going back to normal. Because when you said three wild card teams, I was thinking, aren't there usually just two wild card teams? Because last year there was three, because of the, you know the season. But I think there's. I maybe they're sticking with it. But I swear they're, I saw they're something. Definitely sticking with it. Um, I swear I saw something that they weren't. But I don't know. Maybe not. That's I mean, why I was maybe, looking up. I guess I. Um, they stuck with they, okay. Well, we'll we'll come back to it at the end and yeah. see if we can find it. But I I just thought that I I thought I saw something that said they were going back to the way it normally was, um, with two wildcard teams, not three. Because that's why that division is so intriguing. Because if there's only two wildcard teams, one of those teams just isn't going to make it. Yeah. But again, maybe you're right. I I just I could have sworn they said they were going back. Maybe I was thinking of baseball because I know baseball they went back to normal. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. I don't know. Um, yeah. but. I, so, we're not done with the undefeated teams. So that was four of them. Um, now let's go. To, I guess let's go to the AFC teams. I guess uh, the Raiders. I want to believe in the Raiders, but right now, I mean, I can't say they're anything more than a pretender. Like if I'm going, you know. Yeah, I think Derek Carr's just played amazing these first two weeks. Now their their win last week against Pittsburgh was impressive. Um, I I probably would have picked them to win the game, but it's a super hard game in Pittsburgh. Even though Pittsburgh's not as good as I I think people think they are, it's still a tough game. Does anybody think Pittsburgh's good? I don't know. I don't know why you would because they're not. Um, and I don't. Yeah, I don't see. I'd be I'd be very surprised if they are like over five hundred. To be honest. I, think I don't think like they're eight, that good. Nine, nine, and eight, but yeah. they're not making the playoffs. I don't think they're that good. I literally haven't heard anybody say the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hear literally everybody say exactly what you said, which is like, I don't see the Pittsburgh Steelers being good as everybody says they are. I've, other than Pittsburgh Steelers fans, I literally never hear it. Um, I think it's just because you always see it. Like yeah. you always like see people like, like why are you not talking about the Steelers enough? But I mean, they shouldn't be talked about. Like they're not. I don't, they're not that good. No, yeah, they've stayed on Roethlisberger for. He should. He should have been out. Of he'll league. be. Yeah, he'll be done after this year, and then we'll see what they do. I'd be. I'm kind of, you know, curious to see what they do after this, because again, they're not going to be picking top in the draft. So what do you do? Do you have like a bridge guy and then wait? I don't know. But um, I mean, does Roethlisberger have to be the bridge guy for another year? I don't think. I don't even think his body could take it, especially now going to 17 games. I'd be surprised if he even plays all 17. Not just injury. I think they probably just rest him one of these games. Um, give him like two bye weeks almost, you know, I, I don't see how he plays 17 games in a season. And then do it again next year, I, there's no way. Um, yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Uh, next team, Denver. 
Um, I mean, I don't think they're legit contenders. I think they're a solid team, and I probably underrated them a little bit, but they, I don't, I still don't buy them getting consistent quarterback play. Like Bridgewater is still just not a great quarterback, and he's just. He should be consistent, and he's not as consistent as he should be, or at least as he used to be um, before the injury. So I, I don't buy it, and, I mean, they don't have anybody else really like Drew Locke is irrelevant and all that. So Yeah. I, I um, mean, their defense is good. Their weapons are pretty, pretty good, but it's about the quarterback, and that division's another tough division. I still think the Chargers are better. I think, the, obviously, the Chiefs are better. And the Raiders, if they play like they have the first two weeks, they're at least competitive. Um, I don't know that I buy they're going to play as good as they have the past two weeks because Derek. I love Derek Carr. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. I think he's better than a lot of like middling quarterbacks, but he's not an elite quarterback by any means. So, yeah, I mean, I would go pretenders or not contenders for them. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I would go – I don't think – I don't think they'll make the playoffs because I think the division's really tough, and I think they will lose some of these games. Um, but I've always been – I've been high on the Broncos, you know, the last year or whatever. I tried um, to be high on the Broncos, but then that's why I kind of realized, like, I can't be. Because I, <laughs> I was – I think the first year they kind of started to gain a little bit of hype after, like, the initial tank after Manning left and all that stuff. I was kind of high on them, and then they burned me. So I'm just not – I'm not touching them. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been high on them, and I've always liked them. And, again, if they just get the right quarterback, they will be one of the better teams. Um, but – yeah, I mean, will Bridgewater have a couple games where he's not as good? Yeah, I mean, it happened last year with the Panthers where they were competitive. I think they went 6-10 and 10 last year. They probably could have been better if he played better. So that's probably what's going to happen this year. Again, tougher division, um, you know, with the Chargers and the Raiders both playing well, obviously the Chiefs. So, yeah, um, I think it's just a good step for next year when they get maybe Rodgers or maybe someone else or maybe in another year when they draft a quarterback, whatever it is. But, um the last team is the Panthers. I like the Panthers a lot. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to do better than 6-10. and 10. I think a lot of people have them as like another kind of like a repeat year, just maybe more competitive, but maybe the same record about like 6-11 and 11 or whatever, 7-10. Um, and 10. I think they could be like 9-8. and eight. I think there's a solid chance that they're actually the second best team in that division. I still think the Saints are probably just better because they have a better head coach. And better coach teams just happen to win games, even though they shouldn't. Um, but on paper, I think they might have the second best roster. And I like Sam Darnold. And you know that actually reminds me of the take I had last week or two weeks ago. But what was that? Well, let me pull it up. It was um, it was that I'd rather have from now on. I'd rather have Sam Darnold over Lamar Jackson. And yeah, that, yeah. I mean, has that aged well? I don't know. I mean, kind of. We'll see in, like, five weeks. Yeah. Because, again, I like Darnold, too, but... Well, you know when we will see is after this year's playoffs. Yeah. I mean, well, the problem is I think one team's going to make the playoffs and the other team's not. So no, I'm so. just saying, like... I mean, if Lamar never is the guy that can win a Super Bowl, then I at least can't, like, lose the take because then you'd just rather have no, neither. But. Yeah, I guess. Um... And, again, I've always liked Darnold as well. But that first game against the Jets, played really well in the first half, not so much the second half. And then this game definitely played well. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't. He didn't um, have to. It was a, but it was, it was just, just a blowout. blowout game. It was just yeah. a blowout game. So, and, again, it was against a good Saints team. I think the Saints are pretty good. I think they probably are second-best team in this division. But it was just a complete blowout from as soon as the game started. So, I don't know. Um, we'll see. They play the Texans tonight. They should be 3-0. Uh, I know the Texans have played well, but that was with Tyrod Taylor. Now he's injured. He's not even playing tonight. It's a rookie, third-rounder, David Mills. 
I mean, if the Panthers don't win this game, and I would say by at least double digits, then I don't know because they should be able to win this game. Darnold should have a big game. Texans are not good. Um, this should be – and then they play, the, they play the Cowboys week four, the Panthers do. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. I think uh, – do I want to – okay. I'm just going to say I think the Panthers are a dark horse wildcard team this year. So out of all these teams – I, well, I, I mean, auto, 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 so auto. they have to win at least ten games. That's what you're saying. I think they have to win at least nine games for me to, for that take to be valid. I think they're a nine or ten. So games. you're saying just in the hunt, not making the playoffs. Yeah. Like, okay. I think they're a team that's like people. I don't think anybody had them as like a team that has a legit. They'll basically be like the Raiders where like they're in it and then they finish like eight and eight or something. I think they'll be a slightly better version of the Raiders. Okay. Sure. I think they're like nine and eight this year or like maybe 10 and 7 to miss or maybe 8 and 9 and if I, if they're 8 and 9 I'm wrong I'm going to say they're 9 and 8 or 10 and 7 Well I'm going to assume that they win tonight so they already have 3 wins so all they got to do is win 5 games or 6 games 5 to 6 games and you still have to play the Falcons twice um still have to play the Bucks twice and the Saints one more time but you know they, I mean you should you should be able if you're 3 and 0 you should be able to win 5 or 6 more games if you're the Falcons. I'm I'm going to say that I have them as either nine and eight or ten and seven. If they're eight and nine, then I'll consider this take wrong. Okay. Because I think eight and nine is for the NFC is far enough out to where you're not really an actual dark horse. Yeah, I think I I think they'll finish eight and nine, maybe nine and eight, you know, depending. But I don't see him being ten and seven. I think that's a lot for this team. Again, unless Darnold really does turn out to be like a true consistent quarterback, then I think there definitely is a chance because the defense is it's it's a little underrated. It's not good. But it's definitely not like bad. It's like actually decent. So, you know, if that defense could play, you know, consistent, Darnold plays consistent, McCaffrey doesn't get injured. Yeah, I could definitely see him getting to ten, but I think eight or nine is probably right. Yeah, we also still don't necessarily know about Matt Rule that this kind of relies on him actually being a good head coach, which he seems like he is. Yeah, I mean I like Matt Rule as a head I do coach. Too. I think he's actually pretty good. I mean, you know, he's not amazing, but I think he's actually like pretty decent. I think he's pretty good too. I just it's still an unknown to me. Yeah, like yeah. He, he could be bad. I mean, we don't. It's just not been enough games yet. Um, but that's the un, that's the amount of undefeated teams there are. Um, unless you want, I, I don't really have any other games from week two. I'm like dying to talk about. I mean, other than uh, no, nah, there wasn't. Like we said earlier, there wasn't any amazing games. I mean, the Cowboy game happened. I talked about it already. Um, so if you want to check that out, go to the a whole nine yard clip channel and you could see that but I'll throw um the link in the description to brandon's cowboy yeah and then drew's gonna have his patriots one up um probably it'll probably it'll be out it'll either be out or be coming out soon when you see this video so yeah I'll, if so, it's out, i'll put the link in the description yeah so you can see that from us that's probably gonna happen most weeks unless it's like a crazy game or it's like a sunday night or a monday night game which the cowboys play monday night um then we'll probably talk about it on this episode but um for the most part it'll probably just be on the clips channel yeah, so I guess we're just going to – we kind of talked about our predictions already, but let's just get into the predictions for week three. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll let – I went first last week, so I'll let you go first this week. Yeah. All right, so first game, I have Cardinals at Jags. Uh, the line I have is seven and a half, and I'm taking the Cardinals on that. Uh, the Jaguars have not looked good the first two games at all. Um, you know, Lawrence hasn't looked good. Mervin Meyer – um, has not looked good. You know, you said you don't like him at all. And right now that's looking pretty true. He does not look good at the NFL head coach. The way the Cardinals have been playing, you know, they had a you know a little bit shaky win last week, but I you know, this defense isn't good and Murray's been crushing um the last two weeks, so I would assume the same thing. Murray is a big week, big game. Um I just think they win this game pretty handily, honestly. I think Lawrence 
probably does the same thing he's been doing the last two weeks, where he'll have yards and maybe a couple touchdowns, but he'll throw a couple picks, have bad sacks, um, and the Cardinals take advantage of that. Yeah. that The rookie quarterbacks have been really mistake-prone. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones has probably been the best quarterback so far. Yeah, I would say so. Um, will he be the best? Probably not, but... My game, um, I'll go. I'll start with I'll start with Chargers at Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs are six and a half point favorites, and I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Um, I just, to me, I just view the Chiefs coming off a loss. They're gonna be hungry for a win. They don't. I mean, the Chiefs aren't gonna be one and two in September. Um, it really just comes down to can yeah. the Chargers cover, um, and I don't think they can. Uh, I just think. The Chiefs' offense is going to come out, and it's going to be explosive. The defense is going to force some turnovers. I think maybe you see a pick from Herbert or something on a tip ball. Um, and I don't think the Chargers' defense is going to stop. I think this is a hill, This is a game where Hill goes for 120 and maybe a touchdown or two. Kelsey has 80 yards and a touchdown. Maybe Demarcus Robinson gets a touchdown or something. Mahomes goes off. We'll see the, we'll see the Chiefs return to form this week. I think this is an easy Chiefs win. Yeah, I would agree. I think the Chiefs will win this game, but based on what I saw last week at the Chargers play, it seems like you're going to have to beat them running the ball. Maybe that changes when they play the Chiefs, but that's the way that they played us. Um, so we'll see, but I do agree. I think the Chiefs will win that game. Um, and what was the line on that? Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, I think they probably won by more. Six and a half. Um, my next game is Colts-Titans. Again, we kind of already talked about it, but the line that, like we said, we agreed on was four and a half. Um, in favor of the Titans. And again, I'm even if Wentz plays, doesn't play, I'm still sticking with it. I think that the Titans, again, I've always been higher on the Colts than the Titans, and I'm really not even high on the Titans right now, but the injuries and the sloppy play that the Colts have shown so far, it's hard to trust them. And again, the Titans haven't played much better, but the win, the comeback win they had in Seattle last week, that's almost impossible to have in Seattle against the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Um, I think they carry that momentum into this week. You know, it's only four and a half. I think they can cover that, so I'm going Titans. I'm picking the exact same game, but I'm going Colts. Um, honestly, Wentz could play, Wentz could not play. If Obviously, I'd rather Wentz plays, but at least I kind of have that nobody's seen this quarterback play if I get an Eason playing. If it's like, yeah, if, it, if it's Eason playing, then I kind of get that. Um, I think the Colts are still a better team. I expect the offensive line to play better. I know they've had a bunch of injuries. And it's kind of injuries that you're not going to not play the guy, but clearly they're not 100%. Hopefully that extra week gives them what they need. Um, but, yeah, I like the Colts. Uh, I don't see them starting 0-3. I would just – that would be worst-case situation if you're the Colts. You really need this win, um, especially obviously against the Titans or the team that you're competing for the division against. And, honestly, I'm not really a big fan of the Titans. I like Vrabel as a head coach. I think he's a solid head coach, but – I'm just root, I'm rooting against Ryan Tannehill. I've always thought he's like the most overrated quarterback in the NFL, and it's it's not really relevant to this game necessarily, but I still think that's the case, and I think the Colts at least cover. Um, I think it's a close game. If if the Colts lose, are they out of the division? No, they're not out at zero and three. No. Okay. I think if they lose, I'd be super surprised if they came back and won this division. I think the I think the Titans would win it. And I think I don't even know if they'd get to ten wins to be honest. But and if they did, it'd be ten. But I I mean start zero and three, and if your quarterback's not healthy, uh, that's tough. That's really tough. It's and again, tough, they got a tough schedule out of the way, at least the first couple of games. But 
you know, they would have to go two and zero against the Jaguars and the Texans to have a real shot. That's gonna happen. I mean, I think it would happen, but I mean, the Colts again—they seem to lose a lot of games that they probably shouldn't lose. So that's true. But I Colts run in this division. I'm picking it. All right. I still feel win confident. or lose. They win, win or lose. Win or lose. I think All they right. win this division still. Um, and if they somehow don't, I still think you know what. Never mind. But Colts <laughs> win in this division. I, that's my pick. Um. All right, you can go with your game. All right, I got Bucks Rams, and I know you have the same pick, but we have different teams. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I have the Rams at one and a half, plus one and a half. This is, I mean, this is probably going to be the game of the week. It's at least the two best teams playing against each other, so I would assume it's going to be game of the week um, in LA, which is you know surprising. I think that in LA, it's you know usually that's a three point advantage directly to the home team right away. Um, the Bucks are still favored by one and a half, so I'm I'm kind of surprised by the line. Um, I think, you know, the Bucks may be the better team, um, but the Rams are just so dynamic. I've been big on the Rams. I've been a little bit low on the Bucks. Uh, Brady's looked amazing, but, you know, I mean, they did play the Falcons last week, and you know what? They almost blew that game. If Matt Ryan didn't feel like giving up two interceptions, uh, two pick sixes to the Bucks, then that game is a lot closer than you really think. Instead of being 48-25, maybe it's 32-30 uh, or something like that. Who knows? But, um I you know even though Brady had five touchdowns he'd four in week one you know he's looked amazing so far I I like the Rams in this game um, and you know what? I'm gonna pick the Rams to win not just to cover but to win so yeah I think Rams win at home to four twenty five game Fox game that's gonna be I mean that's gonna be prime time I think everyone's gonna be watching that game uh, I'm gonna go with the Bucks I'm the same line one and a half uh, I think the Bucks win by more than one and a half. I think the Bucks are up for vengeance from last year. Last year, they took a pretty bad loss to the Rams, um, and I think the Bucks just win this game. I think the Bucks are the better team overall right now. Still, I mean, the Bucks have come out pretty hot. Brady's thrown nine touchdowns, and he has two picks, but those two picks were really not. At least one of them wasn't a legitimate pick. Maybe that ball to Fournette could have been thrown slightly better, but it's like a four-yard pass, like just catch the ball. Yeah, um, yeah I just I, I view the I view the Bucks as winning this game. I think it could go either way. This is the game that I'm I'm not like super confident in. Um, out of my picks, I could see the Rams winning this game for sure. Um, but I'll go with Tampa. So, uh, yeah. Uh, next game for me: Seahawks uh, at Vikings. The line's one and a half in favor of Seattle. That's what I'm taking. Um, the Vikings. I mean, they're not a good team. They're already zero and two. Terrible loss last week, like we were talking about. Um, they also have a seven-game losing streak. Uh, versus the Seahawks, at least since Russell Wilson's been there. I'm assuming that's probably maybe even before that. I don't know. Um, but I just I don't I just never like this Vikings team. I don't think they're that good. And I think the Seahawks, again, coming off that terrible loss, I do wonder what Wilson's record uh, is coming off a loss, especially a home loss. Um, it's probably a pretty good record in the next week. So I think this all comes into favor of Seattle, and I think Seattle wins this game pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, I took the same exact pick as you, and I, get, I have the same exact reasoning, so I won't waste anybody's time. Yeah, and um, my last pick, Eagles at Cowboys. You know, line's three and a half for Dallas. And that's what I'm taking. Um, of course, I was not going to take the Eagles side of that. Um, and, yeah, I think Dallas is the better team anyways. I think coming off last week, we didn't play a great game, but we played a good enough game to beat a team that I think is going to at least be 500 in a really tough division, um, so I think that was a good win that we had. Obviously played the Bucks really tough week one, possibly could have won that game. Um, and you know what? Our defense has played really well so far this year. We have 
Um, six uh, forced turnovers and a couple sacks already. If Micah Parsons is going to play defensive end again, I assume a couple more sacks. Uh, and, again, our offense, the Eagles have a terrible secondary. I assume Dak's going to light it up. I think, yeah, Monday Night Football. We never played good on Monday Night Football. I think our last win was in 2018 against the Cardinals or 2017. But, um, yeah, I think the Car- uh, the Cowboys won. All right, my last pick is Saints at Patriots. Patriots are favored by two and a half. I'm going with the Patriots. I know the first few weeks I have picked the Patriots in every week. This was a game I wasn't, like, too, too confident in either. Um, it's it's this game and the Chiefs game I wasn't, like – or, sorry, not the Chiefs game. The Rams game I wasn't too, too confident in. Um, but I just think Belichick eats up on mistake-prone quarterbacks. And if you tell me Jameis Winston's not throwing, like, two picks in this game, I'd be surprised, and I would pick the Saints to win this game. But I think, I think he throws at least a pick, probably two. Um, and I just think Belichick – I like Sean Payton as a head coach for sure, but I think Belichick is just still in a different league by himself in terms of a coach. Um, I think Mac plays kind of how he's played the past two weeks, which is a solid game, nothing crazy, nothing awesome, nothing out of this world. But he plays a relatively mistake-free game, and the Patriots are able to just will, will their way to a win at home. And I think it's close. Um, I think it's a relatively boring game overall, but I think the Patriots win by – five to ten points so. all right so those are our picks for next week um the overall records i think we're both seven and three so yeah we're both seven and three on the year um that's pretty good I yeah mean, that's like what somebody would be like if they were actually picking the games like straight up almost like. yeah yeah and we've we've gone against the spread we've gone with it and we're still seven and three so i think we'll see what happens after next week but yeah i think it's been pretty impressive so far we just got to start betting on these games like we're just <laughs> honestly like i wish just like we had put like money on like we'd be rich anyways and to answer the question you're right they are sticking with the expanded wild card okay at least yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm like not. I'm like ninety. Sure. I'm hundred percent sure they are. Yeah. Like I'm like ninety. So yeah, there'll be three wild card teams. The first, the top two teams will get a bye. Um, top one team. Top one team will get a bye, and three wild card teams. So yeah. So we'll see what happens in the NFC West then. Yeah. Um. That's pretty much it. Uh. Feel free to like comment all that stuff. Feel free. Uh. Feel free to. I already said that. Appreciate everybody who stayed, watched all that stuff. Subscribe. All that. Uh, feel free to check out the Chips Clips channel. I'll link Brandon's video. We're also going to be recording a video right after this video that's going to be in the Clips channel as well. So check that out. If it is up, I will have the link in the description. Some NBA content reacting to Sports Illustrated top 15 players for 2021-2022 season. We'll be back in about... Well, we'll be back Sunday night after the games. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs>